Happy Thursday, and welcome back to the final episode of the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every Monday through Friday, we've been going over, dare dare I say, nitpicking the greatest adventure movie Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed feature, The Rocketeer. I am not one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com, nor am I Hal Bryant, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association there in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And, and, wait, Jim, what's that I hear? Why, it's, it's, no, it's not the embarrassing <laughs> fanfare that we normally play because it's embarrassing. This is a special Billy Campbell episode of the Rocketeer Minute, and I have taken over the darn show. And here, here are your co-pilots, Jim O'Kane and Hal Bryan. Oh, excellent. Oh. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Uh, slur our fun. <laughs> and I, and wait, wait, what's, what's that you hear? <laughs> oh, I am opening a Pilsner all the way from Czechoslovakia. Ah, uh, wow. Yes. Uh, so welcome, folks, to the last well, episode. Yes. It's, and, I don't know about you, a, Jim, but I'm spent. Yes, Thank, thanks, everybody. Good night. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all next time. Yeah. Oh, no. It's been, a, it's, been an excellent, uh, it's been an excellent 109 episodes. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? And Hal just told me the other night, last, whenever it was, um, because it's all a blur, uh, yes. that I had done 23 of them. And I'm like, that was I couldn't. My count. I couldn't process it. I'm, I'm, I feel like I've done maybe five or something. Oh, yeah, it's just mind blowing. And I also went through and counted. And if my, uh, if my numbers are correct, we've had uh, 42 different individual guests. And you know, none we, of them have been on as much as, as you have, Billy. But, you know, talk about the gamut. We've had actors and special effects people and mm-hmm. writers and producers and composers and historians and artists and pilots and inventors, visionaries, all kinds of people. That's fun. Yeah. And the, what the, a fun the, thing. The movie is only 109 minutes long, but we have spent, by my reckoning, not including this particular episode that we've been listening to, 59 hours and 17 seconds talking about a, a less than two-hour movie. <laughs> my gosh. So. Well, now, wait a minute. How does that work out? <laughs> It's, so, uh, you know, I, a little more than half hour per episode or so yeah, on average, yeah, or maybe it, right it, about half an hour per episode? It comes up to like 37, I think 37, 30 is the oh, average. Oh, right, but, right, yeah. of course, of course. And, uh, so 59 we had, uh, hours. We had Danny uh, Bilson I told and, you about uh, the math. DeMeo. I can't do the yeah. math. Yeah. It's um, You're an actor, so you don't have to do the math. Oh, well, that's yeah. true. Just sit there and look pretty, Billy, would you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can, you know, in, I can, if, at the very least, I can sit here and smell like I do. There you go. Well, <laughs> so you yeah, smell like a, a pilsner. And that pilsner yeah. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Just imagine, Jim, if we had used this these those fifty nine hours, you know, for good. For good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For some constructive purpose. Wow. Uh, this has just been one of the high points. Uh, one of the high, one of the most fun projects I have ever been involved in. Oh, it's, it's been a been gas, so guys. Fun. It's been a gas, and I can't, I can't, I can hardly conceive of the notion that. Uh, before this, I had no idea what a movie minute was. I had no idea these even existed. Or, or, and then or, I, or, or what the name Finhead meant. Or, <laughs> yes, or what the name Finhead meant. And then I got this tweet out of the blue and listened to you guys and, 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 and realized within even half of a, of a sort of an episode, if you call them that, uh, I, I was learning more about the, uh, something that was so near and dear to my heart than I had ever known. Wow. So, um, 
And then that very morning when <laughs> Jim called me at like five in the morning after we texted each other, after seeing your tweet overnight. And basically we just called, we were just on the phone just to hyperventilate at each other for a few minutes. <laughs> yes, like, Did like, you believe it? Like, Did you see it? No, I don't believe uh, it. it. This can't like, be real. Is it we really like him? Middle school girls at a sleepover. It was just, yeah. Oh. It was, that's uh, that's well, disturbing. I um, was like a middle school boy at a middle school girl sleepover. It was even worse. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Well, we've got we've got a couple of mailbag things that have come in, so we just want to get get these in all out of the yeah. way. Uh, by the way, everybody I know has said to say hi. So I just I know there are many people that have said to say hi to you. So Billy, hi from everybody who's ever listened to the show. Just want well, to hi, get that over. Uh, and uh, uh, we've had we've had a lot of different people uh, writing to us, asking a million questions. I think we've gotten to all of them over the over the weeks. Um, but one of the, the fellow that actually got me and Hal together for this show, uh, mm-hmm. Brian Fees, who's our uh, our graphic artist friend, uh, he sent in a, a, a question that's kind of like an all over question. He said, "I don't know how the rest are scheduled out of these episodes, but if you have Mr. Campbell on again." I'd be interested in hearing him talk for a while about what the overall Rocketeer experience has meant to him, career-wise, life-wise, all-wise. I'm getting the feeling that's like, <laughs> I think that's what we've been doing for the past 108 episodes. But right. um, He said, with the perspective of time, what is, what is your takeaway from the Rocketeer? What did you learn from being the Rocketeer? Now that, I mean, this is, really, the Rocketeer has been a major part of your life, mm. I, I would think. Oh, yeah, yeah. In a big way. Um, if, are we doing this now? Yeah, or? I guess if we said it. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Put your feet up. Yeah, I mean. Um, gosh, what a, what, a, what a question. It's, it's you know, I, it, it, it really was, of course, it was the first film I ever did. I was almost, I was cast as one of the terrorists in Die Hard 2. And that was going to be my first film role. And I, uh, my first feature film role. And I, for some reason, they thought it would be a decent TV season for me. It was pilot season. And so they took me out of it before we started shooting, which I was disappointed about. But um, then The Rocketeer happened. And I, I... it was my very first film role. So if you can imagine being an actor, wanting to be an actor, and being in Hollywood, and, and then having The Rocketeer as your very first thing, I, I, it, it's, it was inconceivable to me that that, that had happened, that, that uh, it, it was possible uh, that that could happen. Um, and yet it did. And so that alone, you know, career-wise, was kind of an amazing moment. But <clears throat> the film is so special. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's an old-fashioned movie in a way. Um, and it has such a, such a good heart. And... That really, maybe more than anything, any of all the many things um, that make that film special for me, is 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 my takeaway. It was it was it was the heart of the movie. Um, 
the the good heart of the movie that I in a way it kind of um, what do I want to say it 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 was sort of part of me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I really feel uh, more of a connection to that movie for that reason than anything else I've ever done. And it truly is still um, such a pleasure when anyone I ever meet who expresses uh, um, their affection for that movie it's still truly such a pleasure to to have that moment with them um because it's just a sweet sweet film and i love it 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 kind of i i don't know exactly i i feel uh like that film, I, f- I feel a I feel an affinity for that film because I feel like that's the kind of feeling I want to have in my life: this positive, um, open-hearted feeling. And gosh, I've never said that before, but that's how I think I feel about it. You know, it's it's remarkable because I mean, I want to speak for. Jim, but I, I, I'm sure we come from a similar place with this. All I did was go see the movie a few times, <laughs> and then many more yeah. times over uh, over the uh, intervening quarter century, and and then of course this this podcast over the last several months has changed a little bit. But I, I was a, I was completely passive, just on the consumer end of it, and yet uh, what you're saying resonates with me personally and and perfectly as well because it. Uh, I, I want to say I feel the same way. I, I couldn't possibly feel it with the same intensity because, you know, I look back on it as a wonderful 109-minute experience, and you get to look back on it as this career-changing, you know, weeks and weeks and months and Three months, months long in, investment uh, yeah. uh, into all these things. But uh, when I know how how much that resonates with me, I can just barely begin to imagine uh, what it uh, what it's like for you. Uh, you know, and then, and then maybe that gives you a little bit of a sense too for what it's been like for, uh, for me and for Jim, to get to yeah. talk to you, uh, you know, two dozen times over the last uh, several months. Yeah, and and not just us, but all the other you know the finheads that are out there that listen to the show. I mean, we've we've been getting we, we've read a couple of letters on on here, but we get Facebook posts and tweets and, and and emails and stuff from people who have a deep love for this film and a lot of that deep love is your character and the way you portray the you're you're going to be the rocketeer for the rest of your life i mean it's like you're you're like like leonard nimoy was spock and you know bob keishan was captain kangaroo you're going to be the rocketeer no matter what you're in and it's like look there's rocketeer and he's a canadian uh, detective and you know it's it's, 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 we know the helmet's in the closet somewhere now come on just own up you're gonna have to write two books you have to write you know i am not the rocketeer and then many years later i am the rocketeer <laughs> no, Just you know what? I write. will never write. I am not the Rocketeer, <laughs> yeah. and 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 part of the reason is I, you know, because of all that, I feel, I feel the same as all the other finheads. You know what I mean? Like like I'm a fan of the movie too, even though I was, you know, the Rocketeer. I'm I'm like I f- identify with them. 
yeah. uh, uh, more than I identify with myself almost. And, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Where, let me, I, I, I've been curious. Do you, do, I want to ask both of you, do you remember specifically the first time you saw the film? And tell me a little, just something of the first time you saw the film. Say you, Jim. Yeah, okay. When was the very I, first time? Do you remember the moment? Oh, yes. I was in the I was at the Apple Blossom Mall in Winchester, Virginia. You know where... You were in Winchester? I, what were you doing in Winchester? I lived in Winchester for, gosh, 15 years. Oh, you told yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm from Charlottesville. Yeah, you knew yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. we're both uh, old Dominions. So uh, uh, I was in... I was in uh, and actually, I know it's in the theater six because it was the one closest to the door. They used to use that for the uh, for the bigger opening. Okay, okay, you're nitpicking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Welcome nitpicking. to my world. That's Hal's job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, can, I, I, can I was remember. in the I was in the middle second to left. Uh, oh uh, no, I, I'm always no. in the I'm always in sixth row center. That's my OCD. <laughs> I, I sit I sit in every theater I've ever been in sixth row center. So uh, the popcorn I, I, was fresh. Yes. <laughs> It was good. I was sitting there. My date had a though. skirt that went up to here. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching this movie great pair of getaway sticks. Yes. 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 <laughs> we were watching this little newsreel about Hitler. Bad guy. That. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, no, I was I was there. I brought my son. My son at the time. You talked to him earlier on a, on an earlier episode. That's he right. was, let's see, uh, eight years old. About yeah, eight eight, eight years old. And uh, we sat and watched this. You know, the the doors opened on that hangar. Mm. And the James Horner music came up, and I mm. thought, "This is just like that poster. This is just like that comic book. This is, you know, I mean, it's and and I watched you. You showed up, and you were Cliff Secord from the get go. Um, and this was long before I knew about your Hangover and the Chibi. <laughs> but it was, you know, and it was like you, you know, let's go make some history. And that's it went on from there. And I thought, this is great. And I, I drag, I dragged people. I worked at, I worked at British Aerospace. I worked for an airplane company, and um. I dragged people to, to later – I said, you've got to go see The Rocketeer. This is just the most amazing film. And I, I had a couple of people go see it. I told friends, friends of mine all over, go see the movie. Um, and uh, when it came out on VHS, I bought it. My kids watched it endlessly from uh, – my daughter – my daughter, I think she all she remembers growing up is watching. Oh, we're going to watch The Rocketeer again, and it, but you know it's like it's always been a part of our lives watching yeah. this thing. Yeah. And then uh, when I heard about the movies by minutes format, I've been listening to um, uh, the Star Wars minute, which uh, Pete and Alex thank again thanks again for coming up with this format and promoting it. Um, I thought oh, you could do that with The Rocketeer, and I didn't know how to do it, so I started out with the movie Airport, the you know the Burt Lancaster yeah. movie. Yeah. And uh, once I got that down, I thought I've got to do the Rocketeer now. And then uh, you know hooking up with with Hal through our, our mutual friend Brian, um, he was you know Hal's perfect for this because he knows everything there is to know sure. about anything that flies. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know I know way too much about movies, so this was you know a match made in heaven. And then, and then when you showed up, you know, at two o'clock in the morning on my Twitter, I was like, "This is." I felt like I was watching a triple play. It was like, "Holy smokes!" So, uh, you know, and it's it's like all because the Rocketeer. I mean, this this is the 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 ball that Dave Stevens started rolling thirty years ago Mm -hmm. is continuing on, and everybody. You know, I've, I'm still meeting people who have never met this. You know, I never seen this film. Never met Cliff Secord, and uh, after they've seen it, they go, "This is really good. How come I never saw this?" And it's like, yeah. well, because the Terminator wiped it out, and, and a That's bunch true. of other things. But Robin Hood. And, but yeah, this this movie. And Disney. Yeah, and Disney. <laughs> 
poor Joe. Um, so we've, you know, and it's like I didn't realize how much I've enjoyed this movie. But I mean, I, I did, I did realize I enjoyed this movie. I didn't realize how much. But in talking day after day after day, uh, and and getting deeper into it, I found out there's a whole bunch of people who found that same that that same feeling, like you were talking about that heart, mm. that that heart of this movie that makes you really want to see it again and again and again. And you do. You can watch it. You know, you can turn it on right now and sit through the whole thing, and you would not be bored. It's just, it's just one of those perfect things. I watched it last night, and I had just my, my, it warmed my the cockles of my heart again, yet again. How about you, Hal? What was it? Do you remember the first? Uh... So you know what I remember almost more vividly than seeing it the, for the first time mm-hmm. was seeing the trailer for the first time. And, it, you know, this is, it's hard for people now to imagine, but this was back, you know, this was a good five years between before sort of the widespread adoption of the internet and the World Wide Web and things like this. We didn't know everything all the time about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you weren't, uh, you know, a subscriber to Starlog Magazine, you really wouldn't know what was coming up uh, in genre movies. Oh, and, Starlog. Yes. You know, the entire yes. Starlog archive is available online for free. What? At, uh, You're kidding. The Internet Archive, archive.org. <gasps> Oh, Every so issue. Good. So good night, everybody. <laughs> you know, you know where we'll be. <laughs> We're but, done right now. But I remember starting right now. I remember going to see some other eminently forgettable film, and then seeing the trailer for The Rocketeer. And the second I see the title, and I see the helmet, I just sat there and said, "Oh my god, this is that book that I love." You know, just immediately, because I'd had the Dave Stevens, the collected graphic novel for a while. And I think by then I may even have been able to sort of scrounge up and find some of the single issues. I was getting deep enough into it. You know, funnily enough, um, some uh, dear old friends of both my wife's and mine, uh, I'll say hello, Brian and Liesl, because I know they're listening, um, came out here to our big fly-in a couple years ago. It was the first time we'd really seen each other in a while, and then they came back again last year and things like this. Liesl was reminding me that she was sort of the third person on uh, a, a date with somebody I was seeing shortly before my wife and I got together when we went. all three of us went to see The Rocketeer. And she just remembers watching me walk out of it uh, like my feet weren't touching the ground and I was wide eyed and just sort of just just beaming. And, you know, what I, I remember sitting in the theater, I remember uh, that James Horner score and that absolutely pitch perfect opening scene, the hangar doors opening. Oh, and then yeah. from there, I don't remember being in the theater at all. I know it was right there in Yakima, Washington, where uh, we talked about on yesterday's episode with Michael Mulholland. He was in a film that was shot there, strangely enough, my wife's hometown. Uh, but uh, I just remember being transported. And ever since then, my memories of the film are are of being in the film and not necessarily sitting wherever I was uh, was at the yeah. time. And it yeah. stayed with me. Yeah. And if you had gone back, if you'd like pulled me aside walking out of that theater, like future Hal, you know, here's a nod to Brian Fees and his uh, wonderful time-traveling comic book. But if you'd pulled me aside and said, you know, in 26 years from now, you're going to be spending a lot of time talking to that guy <laughs> playing Cliff Secord. I, you know, on something called the internet, <laughs> and you know, That's true. I just, I, you know, you might as well have just said, you know, I'm from Venus, and I'm, you know, and I'm here for your blood. I mean, nothing would have made any sense at all. It just, it would have been completely inconceivable to me. You know, all I was thinking of is, you know, when will I have another couple of dollars so I can go see this movie again? And if I don't eat lunch for a couple of days, maybe I can see it again next Wednesday. That's funny. 
Uh, now, oh did, do you was the first time you ever saw it in the El Capitan? Is that where you first saw it, or did you get to see like a, a daily or any, or you know, like a rough cut? Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Jim and I were not invited to the premiere. <laughs> no, I was, I was looking like, back through my date book. No, nothing, uh, nothing in ninety one at the I El Cap. Thought. I thought he said. I thought he was yeah. talking to you. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, so, huh? Yeah. No, really? you, the man with the pills. That was the yeah, first time. I was down outside Grauman's Chinese, clutching tickets and saying, "Oh man, I'm in the wrong place you again." You were the guy who <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, um. No, I. Uh, you know what? I think maybe that was the first time I saw it. I think I'm, in fact, now pretty sure that that's the first time I saw it, which, as you can imagine, was a, was a pretty stupendous, stupendous thing. Um, I was already fairly amped up by the whole situation, and then and then to to see the film and and have it be so wonderful in that moment was was really something how are you how are you seated were you in the front were you in the middle were, were, no were, we were middle? sort of in the middle and we showed up i think i think it was kind of arranged for us to show up sort of last thing so it was sort of like the you know the leads of the movie walking down the carpet in the middle of the audience sort of as the penultimate uh, moment to the actual beginning of the film. And uh, uh, so it was all very, <laughs> it was all very nerve wracking, really. I mean, it, it's so weird. I, I, uh, you know, I'm not a very nervous person, but to have however many hundred people there were there all still, Staring at you at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's makes, like if the, the poster says the Rocketeer, and it's like, which one's the Rocketeer? <laughs> that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just you know, it just makes your knees go wobbly, and you feel like I could, you know, you feel like you're going to fall over the next step you take, and and uh, and and then just trying to walk in with your. At that point, she was, we were, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, and to, to try to. Just walk in and sit down together was an, a huge ordeal. But then, you know, the lights dim and the, the movie starts. And I mean, even though everything was so, you know, you're the subject of such scrutiny, then suddenly this magic happens. And really, it... I guess sort of the energy of having been such uh, under such uh, having been so scrutinized was just weirdly channeled into the experience of watching the movie. And I, I remember feeling like more than transported. I was, it was, I don't know how to explain it exactly. It was almost orgasmic. The, the, the experience of watching it, in the in the El Capitan, it was I was blown away. I was absolutely blown away. No, sorry, that's maybe a bad choice of words, but um, but I really was I was moved. moved. And he- hearing it with you know like the applause and things like that, I, one of the things I remember from what from when I saw the movie, and it was in a pretty packed theater. Um, mm-hmm. I remember uh, it's it's that turn that the turning point at Griffith Park where. Uh, 
uh, one of Eddie's boys turns to Lothar and says, yes! relax, Frankenstein, you ain't bulletproof. Every, you could hear this, like, rumble in the audience going, ooh. Yes. And it's like, it was just, it was suddenly, it was that complete suspension of disbelief. It's like, you're not watching a movie, you're in the movie. Yeah, it, just, yeah, yeah. it just felt so good. I um, loved, I always, I loved the response of, what was it, the response of, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Sorvino at the observatory where he says, uh, "I, I may not be the, uh, I, I may be a crook, but I'm a hundred percent American," yes. and, and the audience just erupted. Yes. And then when, when the when he and James Handy find themselves next to each other, the FBI <laughs> and the gangster firing at the at the at the Nazis at the, and they, they just share a look. They don't even say anything. And the audience just lost it. It was, yeah. uh, it was, it was, so, it was, it, it was fantastic. It, it's why you go to movies. I mean, you yeah. want that feeling all the time. And this movie yeah. delivers every time you watch it. It's just like, it feels new. It feels fresh. It feels, yeah. I mean, it's all yeah. very familiar. You know, these are all well-trod paths, but it's done just right. Well, it's, yeah. it's like we I were agree. saying yesterday too, uh, in yesterday's episode about how some films, you know, even period pictures, you know, you get further out. I used Waldo Pepper as an example. That movie is, mm. makes me nostalgic for the 20s, but it's a very, very 70s motion picture. And, I, and I've and i never mm. seen anything. I mean, certainly maybe a handful of effect shots would look a little bit different now than if than they would in 1991. But really, you know, The, yeah. the Rocketeer is not, uh, it's not a 90s movie. It's a, it's a movie from no. the 30s. Uh, like I said, it's a movie from the yeah. 30s with, with uh, yeah. brighter colors. In in yeah, super ultra yeah, technical arts, I think that's right. Uh, I think that's right. Oh, and you know, we just the the biggest hope with all of this movie is that the next one they get it right. You know, that's all. That's oh, all you yeah. want. It, it, these are beloved characters, and it's a right. beloved story. And it's like all you're hoping for is please don't screw it up. Please, whatever you know, Disney Disney yeah. has the property. And see, if you if have they do boys, the, all I gotta say is. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> yes, exactly. The first rule right. of scuba. First yeah. rule of scuba um, and reboots is <laughs> don't hold your breath. <laughs> and you know, you just you just have this hope that saying, okay, if you if you don't think if, if you're not convinced you can get it absolutely right, then you know, go do another thing. You know, the uh, we we talk about Joe Johnston wow. and Captain yeah. America on this uh, show a bit. And as as much as we would love to have seen a, a proper Rocketeer sequel at the appropriate time, um, I still look at Captain America and say, you know, it's another wonderful trip back to a similar era, and it's made with a, a, most of that same love and attention and affection and all those things. Mm-hmm. And you know, we can we can make more films uh, that capture some of that tone. I don't know if you'll ever get lightning in a bottle like the Rocketeer again, but uh, <clears throat> but boy, the risk of of just screwing it up or making it strange or weird is so high. Yeah. 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 But you know, you just gotta, just gotta hope. I, I would love to see, I would love to see an animated version of the Rocketeer. I'd like to see a, uh, I mean, you know, there's, there's already these high flying adventures that are coming out, sequels and different yeah. people taking, taking pretty good takes yeah. on the Rocketeer. And understanding there's comic the series. There's a whole book of short stories that have all come out in the last four or five, few years. Yes. What? Indeed. Well, then, uh, then we must yeah. send you a copy. Maybe we'll we'll autograph I'm so that too. Out of the loop. I'm just. I got it. You know, I got into the sailing thing, and I got doing the tall ships and stuff, and I just dropped out completely. 
of most of my life. Uh, so, well, all right, you'll have to well, send yeah, me Relax, nice. Billy. While you were out seeing the world and sailing <clears throat> ships, people like Jim and me were in our basements reading comic books. <laughs> so you didn't have to. We got stacks and stacks. Get ready. <laughs> Uh, you boys yes, were in we the were. trenches. Somebody had so to, that, so that I, so that I could fly. <laughs> yeah. It's with the wind so beneath much. your rocket wow. pack. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for that. You know, oh, Jim, a, a bit ago, you you mentioned, you know, you got the the letter from Brian, and uh, I had said just as you were counting down and hitting the record button, a Facebook message popped in, and so maybe if you don't mind, I'll I'll read that now, and then we can listen to me type my answer mm-hmm. live. Um, so that'll be exciting for people. Yes. Not now. So I'm on yes. the internet. Please doing ask the show. later. <laughs> LOL. Um, so this is a note. Uh, this is note from Heather, and uh, she's a model, uh, a brunette model, and uh, and it says, "Hey Hal, I follow you online, and I am working on a Rocketeer photo shoot project. I just got the custom Jenny Blake dress in today, and it fits wonderfully. I found a Rocketeer." Sorry, Billy. Uh, and we are going to do a photo shoot with a super steerman, a classical biplane, in the Kansas City area. The steerman looks like a racer from the 40s. I'd love to shoot it from a GB, but maybe one day. I would like to keep you in the loop so you can have first dibs of releasing the photographs publicly. Just let me know if you're interested. Thank you, Heather. So, uh, what do we think, man? Okay, Billy. Yes. Billy's a yes. Jim, are you a yes? Who releases? Yes, I think All right, yes. well, let's Go listen to me ahead. type. Shoot, shoot that. Keep it in the Dear room. Heather, I'm typing this live during our final episode. The answer is a resounding yes. Thank you. But how did, how did, how, so, you, so many tippy taps to type yes? <laughs> well, you know, one must, one must still use the Queen's English. You were, you were like, he was, he was saying yes, the but it was affirmative. Is, yeah, okay, it must yes, have been affirmative. affirmative. That's right. And then, of course, I had to look up how to spell it, so that I'm over to Google. Yeah. But anyway, what a, what a nice yeah, little I, note I from, have, uh, from a listener. And we have the most amazing yeah. listeners yeah. out yeah. there. I, I can't, I can't even believe, I mean, you know, obviously, my friendship with Jim and and now with you, Billy, has been been forged on sort of the altar mm. of this uh, podcast. But so many other friendships mm. uh, as well. It's just been amazing all the people that we've met and people from all around the world who are who pursue their love of this movie and the character and everything else in uh, in so many different ways. And what a joy this has been! I, I would never have believed that there are. F- factories of people building right. rocket packs and helmets and and you know cutting up leather and making ja- it's it's just amazing I, I, I've, I've never i i'm so out of the loop it's un it's in it's inconceivable grisly that's a different conceivable <laughs> yes um, um you know I keep, I keep thinking we should get a rocketeer outfit and and billy get you down to comic-con and just go in helmet and just wander around as a cosplayer and see if anybody notices you that would be hilarious <laughs> oh that is something i would do in a heartbeat oh okay well, we, let's write this down <laughs> yes billy okay when when is comic-con well the the big one is in in san diego is in uh, usually around third week in july yeah. unfortunately and it's well i should know i should know that i got naked oh, at a comic-con well. in, in San Diego. That's a whole other. This story. is only a 109 exactly. minute show. We got to get. I think next uh, the next show we do is Comic-Con. just the Billy Campbell minute. <laughs> it's just we start with every minute of his life. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we start with Rock the bird. here unmasked. That's what we get. Oh, my gosh. Uh, How did you? Okay, yeah. we do have to. Before, I mean, you introduced the phrase dead testicle to the show. Now you've brought us, now you've brought us naked you, at Comic-Con. You, that's no problem. Okay. Oh, it's no Make problem. It. it did not end. There's, there's the biography. In yeah. an arrest. So that's no problem. <laughs> I was down there for Comic-Con in, uh, for the show I was doing. It was the 4400. Love that. Oh, yeah. And, and so we, so Sci-Fi Channel had a party at a local uh, little boutique hotel. And they had, um, a, on the roof, they had a big party. They had an open bar. They had all the very best tequila that you could want. And I'm a huge tequila fan. But as the song says, tequila makes my clothes fall off. <laughs> and so my co-star, Jolie Gretsch, Joel Gretsch, uh, he's a mischief maker. And he, I was involved in a conversation with Edward James Olmos. I'm a huge fan of Eddie James Olmos, uh, of course, from starting with of Blade course. Runner and then, and then of course, uh, yeah. uh, Battlestar. And I was loath to leave my conversation. So my ever-kindly co-star, Joel Gretsch, uh, would run off to the bar to get me a shot of tequila and himself one, right? And then on his way back to me, he would pour his shot of tequila into mine (laughs) and then hand me my cup of tequila and then... And then wave his around and say, oh, all right, I already knocked mine back on the way over here. And so I would pound down both his and mine shot. And he did this multiple times while I was talking with Edward James. And so needless to say, I got fairly well snockered. Wow. We all went downstairs to the restaurant on the ground floor to have dinner. I'm sitting in the back room at a table with the producers of the show, with the head of <laughs> sci-fi at the time. All these people, and uh, everyone was fairly well snockered, though none as well as I. And somebody said, uh, it got on the subject of tattoos, somebody, and I got my back tattooed when I was going around the world with the Picton Castle, and and I was in Rarotonga. And somebody said, uh, oh, show him your tattoo. So I pulled up my shirt and showed my back, my tattoo, and somebody made the mistake of saying, well, you should, you should just take it all off while you're getting naked. And so I took my shirt off. I pulled my pants down to my knees, I mean my ankles, and I was sitting ass naked at the table in the restaurant. And, and, the, and the, here comes the waitress. And I'm, I'm not even really, I wasn't even really self-conscious. I was just kind of like, yeah, la-di-da, that's... I was carrying on a conversation, but I saw the waitress coming out of the corner of my eye, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and she turned. She made a, she made a 180 degree turn and went away. And then a minute later, here comes the 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 big boys, and they said, um, "I'm sorry, you 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 have to come with us now." And I'm like, "Oh well, let me just pull up my pants and put my shirt back on." And uh, we all went outside. Dinner had been over by that point, and we were into the drinks again. And uh, we all trailed outside. And the manager came out. And he's like, I'm sorry. I, the, I, I, I have to have you arrested. The, the cops are on the way, and, and I'm, oh. I'm terribly sorry. And, and, uh, and, at that, and I just wasn't at that point. I was like, you know, okay. And I looked at him, and I said... <laughs> I, look, there was 
honestly, no harm intended. I, I, and and I'm I'm I shook his hand, said I'm Billy Campbell. I I have to say honestly, we really didn't mean any harm. And if you say the word, I will stand here and wait for the police. And he just looked me in the eye, and then he looked at the others and. You know, honestly, there were a couple of producers in there, and they might have been whispering in his ear. But, uh, but he said, "God, just get out of here! I never want to see you in my restaurant again." And so we walked well, away. We have to, yeah, we exactly. have to go back we to San Diego. That's all there is to it. This is we'll record a special episode of demand. back in that restaurant on our demand, fully clothed. Yeah. Oh, it was it was <laughs> glorious. I got entirely it's naked not. in a restaurant and. And, and you you gave you gave Commander yeah. Adama a story yes, to bring did. home with him. <laughs> no, he actually he oh, actually he was not run. with us at the table. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, wow. Yeah, so I got naked uh, at a Comic Con. Well, it wasn't actually at the Comic Con. It was wow. In the a, neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Yeah. So but, uh, wow. You know, there. Uh, well. uh, uh, yeah. This is probably not public knowledge, and I'm probably not supposed to talk about it. So here we go. Uh, the. Uh, Comic-Con folks are starting a, uh, a pretty good-sized museum there. And a friend and former colleague of mine just within the last couple of days got hired to lead that effort. So, uh, so Billy, maybe there's going to be an exhibit about you, about sort of what happens. <laughs> what? There's so the, the, sort of a, like museum a museum on site, and, and I think yeah. it's somewhat history of Comic-Con, but also just overall pop culture stuff. So they'll be competing with uh, Paul Allen's amazing uh, setup up in Seattle. And he's got a complete uh, screen-used Rocketeer costume on display there in Seattle as well. Yeah. No kidding. Um, it's, you know, I, Paul Allen is no Mike Bruno. Hello, Mike, uh, our collector friend out there. But he does have things like Captain Kirk's chair and Luke's yeah. lightsaber and everything else you could possibly imagine. So, yeah. Wow. Mike, wow. Mike, Mike wants you stuffed in mouth, so be careful. We're kidding, Mike. We love you, buddy. Oh, he sent me more pictures yeah, just this morning of his good. collection. Uh, and... Yeah, we have, a, we have a picture we'll be posting this weekend of the, uh, the caliper, the, you know, the little compass that you were trying to stab Timothy yes. or Timothy Dalton was trying yeah, to stab you yeah. with. So he has, one of the, he has the original he does? of that. He How does, does that? You know, it, that's, that, it, it, here's it, something I'm wondering. How do these folks? How do they get hold of the original items? How does that work? What, what do they do there, to do? There that? are dumpster. There are there are dumpsters. And when when a movie ends, you'd be amazed. Uh, when a movie ends, everything goes in the dumpster because it's it, these uh, unless it's been rented. Uh, all these enterprises finish, and then they've got all this junk left over. So they yeah, but they the, send it home with the crew, or they yeah, you know, they, they must. I, I can understand when they send things home with the crew, but. If it's rented, of course, it goes back to the props house. But right. if it's not rented, if they buy it for the film, they must not. They can't just throw it in. A, why would you throw a perfectly good set of, of calipers if, into a dumpster? If, you would. If if nobody wanted it at the time. I mean, at the time, Rocketeer was not, you know, it wasn't. People didn't collect it when it when it was first mm. out, but now it's like all this stuff that people, you know, all the ephemera, all the yeah. the, the, the programs and things like that. They printed stacks and stacks yeah, of them, true. you know, and people have some of them, but a lot of it gets thrown that's out. True. So um, that's how antiques are yeah. made. So uh, the less likely it is to be kept, the uh, the more likely it is that it's going to be worth something later yeah. on. Yeah, I suppose um, that's true. Uh, I have a friend of mine that has a a glove from uh, it was a James Conn's glove from Rollerball. 
<laughs> and, uh, you know, it's the hero glove. And you, you look at it and you're like, wow. And it was just, it was one of those things that they finished up the movie and somebody, you know, in the prop shop uh, threw it on their desk and they had it for wow. years. And then it's like, oh, you want this here? And, you know, that's that's how these things happen. Wow. So uh, <laughs> and Mike Bruno knows a lot of people <laughs> with desks that have stuff on them. So uh, that's that's how that's how that went. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, you've created a cottage industry with your movies. So I don't know. Well, God bless them. There you go. Um, wow. Well, we are, I guess we're nope, here. Nope, I'm in end. denial. This is, um, um, we'll see everybody tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yep. Hal's, Hal's not going home. Yes. <laughs> Hal's just going to hang out on the yes. internets in just, this just empty talking. recording session. So, just talking. And maybe one himself. day Billy will send me that signed restraining I, I order just, I've been yeah. so desperately, desperately hoping for. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. For, the last, for time, the last time, it'll say at the top. At least 500 miles away from me. And no contact. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. And I, I mean, I just, I just want to, if, if Paul Servino or Alan, or Liz, I know, Alan, I know that you didn't, you didn't want to be on the show, but if you ever change your mind, we'll, we'll open up the microphones. You and know have a what? Chat. The thing is, don't, don't feel, don't take it personally because Alan will never be on any podcast ever. He's uh. just. He's the sweetest, sweetest, most hermit-like person you ever met in your life. Oh. Yeah, maybe we could have it where you go and visit him, and then you could just have him raise his go. hand for yes and raise another hand. And <laughs> yes. he's, saying, uh, he's saying yes to that one. And no, he doesn't like that one. What, so, what uh, weirds me out, what's going to hit me in about a week, is that uh, I'm just going to yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and say, wait a minute, Alan Arkin has heard of my work. <laughs> what does that mean? Why? What kind of bizarro universe is this, where that has happened? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, and, I, I'm, uh, and and more, moreover, yeah, Joe Johnston. Joe, Joe, he's not Joe mad. Johnson he's you know, yeah. but he's or had enough. He's, well, Joe Johnston has had know, enough. Joe, you know, to be fair, Joe, Joe, Joe might be bad. At right. Most. Of but the his world, ex-wife so absolutely we adores we us. Yeah. You know, good old Lisa. Lisa loves us. Yeah, so uh, Miss Miss Oh My Prince herself. So, I'm still uh, I'm still Jesus working Christ. my way through the whole concept that uh, that between us and Billy Campbell, there was an exchange of a lovely signed copy of The Rocketeer, and yet it was our autographs that went on it to you, and not somehow the other way around <laughs> none of that uh you it's know it's true turn about it's, it's spectacular and it's that hilarious that I, I don't claim that it makes any damn bit of sense but it was thrilling for me <laughs> yes, it was, yeah, so. yeah it was thrilling for all of us so there we go and uh you know i keep thinking we, we couldn't get unfortunately we couldn't get jennifer on the show and i understand she's busy and she has other things going on in her career but my intention is now to find out what the next yes. Ant-Man movie is, and I know she's going to be in it. So we're going to do an Ant-Man minute, and then we're going to we're going right. to um, somehow lasso the publicist to get her in. Yes, exactly. And then all we're going to do is ask Rocket we'll do Peter one episode of the Ant Minute. That's perfect. And then and the whole thing will be a ruse. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> and then you'll have to have oh, me as yes. a secret surprise yeah, guest. One of our yes. yeah, on. we have a special. We have a <laughs> yeah. call in. He's kind of a fan. In that way, maybe I'll get to talk go. to her again at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. We'll we'll see For how two it goes. Seconds, I mean, it's just. So it's uh, yeah, I don't. You know, maybe. And I keep every time somebody turns this down, I keep, I keep thinking, oh, it's nothing personal. So maybe no, it, <laughs> some someday all these people can. I, I, and I can imagine it. It must get tiring hearing about some of this stuff. I mean, I know I know you love the Rocketeer, but it must be. It must be tiring for some people to get the same questions over and over again. Although I don't know anybody else that's everybody that we talk to that's been involved in this movie saying, 
I didn't even know there were people that were fans. Like, like um, Michael yesterday, he's like, I didn't know, I, know. I didn't know anybody watched well, this no, movie. I know. It's, so. it's funny. I mean, maybe Michael's out of the loop even more than I am, but uh, I didn't realize how. I mean, I knew it was sort of a, a bit of a, a bit of a, what do you call a cult uh, favorite, but I, I just didn't, I didn't realize the extent um, of that. So I'm I'm really yeah, gratified well, you, that it's uh, you've uh, people love yeah, it as I much mean, as I do. When your when your son gets a little older, take him to Disney World and wear a Rocketeer shirt. And when people <laughs> point at the shirt, you can say, "Yeah, that's uh, me." <laughs> we've been talking about it. actually. I was just home for five weeks, as you know, and I was I was talking to my partner about uh, showing Anton the the film and and just putting it on the TV and seeing. Watching him watch it and, and and seeing if there's a moment when he realizes that the the guy on the on the TV looks like Papa, but uh, who knows? Maybe he's a little too young for that. Maybe we have to wait yeah, till he's give, like give, five give him some time. Or something. <laughs> yeah. he, as long as he's not burying his face in his hands and going, "Oh, not the Rocketeer yeah, again, please." Exactly. <laughs> and we never show him Ted Bundy. Uh, you know, we never it'll, show it'll, him the we never show him the oh, J Lo oh, movie. Oh. Oh, yes. Or, or are you getting beat up by J-Lo? No, yeah. We never yes. show him a bunch of things. Maybe most of We never take him to a restaurant in San Diego. Uh, I'm just putting that out there right now. <laughs> just, that's, uh, that's just good parenting, Billy. No. Son, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. so. Oh, boy. Wow. Well, this has been a thrill. I, it's, uh, it's all I can I, I I can't think of another way to sum this up. Oh, this has been just one thrill-packed uh, adventure. Boys, it's been and, it's uh, been my extreme pleasure. Well, it you really took has. this uh, you know this fun and, thing that that Jim and I did. I want to say idea of ours, but really the you know the idea was well formed by the other other podcasters who have done this sort of thing. And you know, I went into this expecting. We're just going to have a lot of fun talking about a great movie. And I knew we'd get some fun, interesting guests. I knew between the two of us, we knew some pretty intriguing, uh, intriguing people. But uh, when, when you showed up, it, it, it changed this. It, uh, it elevated it in such a way that uh, I, this is so, so greatly exceeded my expectations. I think I've said this before about the show, but I, I, I think of it as the chitty chitty bang bang effect. Jim and I thought we were making a car, but now it's a boat. It can fly <laughs> all kinds of other yeah. things greater than yeah. the sum of its parts. Yeah. Well, uh, I, now there's Gert Frobe I, and a Zeppelin shooting at us, but that's a, that's a, a separate tangent. <laughs> no, we altogether. haven't had any musical numbers. Well, we actually have. We've yes. had musical numbers. We've had musical um, numbers. Now I'm singing yeah. toot sweet to myself. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> But I, I think Billy, when you showed up here, you made it personal. This became a very personal thing, and it's, oh. it became as yeah. like you were talking about. It, it was very heartfelt, it's... and I think uh, uh, it, it did change it in so many wonderful ways. Um, and I know that I know that our listeners uh, have have heard that in, in right. all that's going on. And that's a very sincere, uh, personal, not a. And this time it's personal, you know, sort of movie trailer <laughs> kind of thing. Jaws two, yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah, the Jaws yeah. two through four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we do we we do want to thank we do want to thank not just not just Billy but all the listeners who have helped us make this a better a better show. We've, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of input from a lot of people, and a lot of people have been on as guests. Uh, I wish we could have more more of us more, more people on. We've had so many people that we've, it's been hard mm-hmm. to fit them in sideways. Yes. Um, but uh, make a longer gotta, movie next time, Billy. Is that yeah, is that exactly. really too much to ask? <laughs> you know? well, well, if ho- I ever get to make another movie, yeah. well, ho- hopefully we'll be we'll be back on for uh, for the Rocketeers if you know. 
knock on wood yeah. that that happens and i think oh yeah and who knows right. we might just do excitement in the air at some point the uh, the tv special billy did that yeah. oh my goodness you can talk about how you learned to hang that. glide and yes. all that so i don't know about that <laughs> well no. never well, say never all the best with never you. say never is no. for sure has anybody done never say never uh we're i i have james Bo- uh, 007 minutes so we may do that someday in the future i'll be in my 80s but uh <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be working on that uh but uh, please, for everybody wanting to look for other movies, we have lots of Movies by Minutes out there. Go to moviesbyminutes.com. There are, as of this recording, there are over 60 uh, different movies. So if, you, if if we didn't interest you, there's got to be somebody out there, some movie that you like that you probably will find people talking about. Um, but, but if we didn't interest you, really, what's wrong? Yeah, you know, go to a doctor. You really, yeah. I mean, this is entertainment right here. Darn it. I, <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's. A sh- I, I'm sorry to see this go, but there's it. But you know, we, you can't start missing us until we leave. So, <laughs> boys, we should do it. We should do another one sometime. How about yeah. uh, has anybody done Dracula yet? Dracula sounds like a pretty good movie. That I mean, would be it's fun. like that, that uh, Francis blast. Ford Coppola thing. So that's the, a fun movie, and it's chock full of stuff to talk about. All kinds of special effects and yeah, Winona, yeah, yeah, yeah. and golly. Um, there's... I'll sign up for that one. Okay. Well, stay tuned on this uh, particular message. Please always keep uh, keep us subscribed on iTunes. Keep us subscribed on, on Google Play. Uh, don't don't drop off of that because we, we will be having more announcements as new things come up. And you can always reach out to us on the uh, the regular social media like Twitter and uh, you know all the you know all the places. They all start with Rocketeer Minute and you know, or end with Rocketeer Minute. So fi- find us there. Uh, you can write to me Jim at RocketeerMinute dot com. You can write to Hal at uh, at rocket hal at rocketeerminute.com billy will pass things along to billy if it's if it's yes. worth his while he's a busy or you man. can find me on uh, uh on, on the, the twitter on, uh, on the twitter yeah out there I'm at, on the twitter at, uh, at wo campbell so look for That's at right. wo campbell william That's oliver right. campbell and and, uh, and just uh, bear in mind that i look at it about once every 13 months <laughs> so uh easter of 2023 yes. you might get a, ma- a message back saying who are you yeah. so. catch him when he's eating his oatmeal that worked for us yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but uh, we will we will return someday. Uh, so keep keep the uh, channels open, and uh, and we'll we'll get there. So uh, until whatever next time that is, uh, we'll say over, over and, and out. Ah, uh, over and out, boys. Oh, and let's play that theme one more time. You're listening to a special Billy Campbell episode on the Rocketeer wait, Minute. Wait. No, Ladies no, and gentlemen, no, no, Billy Campbell. No! Get him, kid.